You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. This is Dr. Heidi. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If it's your first time here, welcome. Um, If you have not been over to coachingwithdrheidi.com and you are new, you can see the different services that I offer for those who are in, who are leaving, and who are recovering from toxic relationships. What is a toxic relationship? Any relationship in the status that it is in that may be unhealthy physically, mentally, or emotionally for you. So the reason I do what I do is I too am a survivor of toxic relationships and I would like to be the person that I needed when I was going through it. Uh, I did not recognize what I was in when I was in it and I'm sure that's how many of you feel also. Today, um, I wanna talk about something that we all wonder about. How is it that we stay so long? Why is it so hard to leave? That's the biggest question we ask ourselves the whole time we are in relationships like this. Why is it so hard for us to take control of the situation? It's also the biggest question that everybody in our lives ask us. Well, if it's so bad, why don't you stay? Well, if it's such a bad work environment, why don't you change it or change jobs? It's really easy for people who have not experienced that to say things like that. If you have not been through an emotionally abusive or mentally abusive relationship, they don't know what it's like. Um, I do know what it's like and I am here for you. What I wanna talk about today is something that I'm going to call toxic relationship amnesia. And it is something that I just had a huge reality check with. Uh, As some of you know, I know the poor people in my support group on Facebook, Strength Within, are very aware that I've been going through this because they've been seeing my posts and I've been whining a little bit in there. Um, I just had, a couple weeks ago, a rotator cuff surgery. Okay, this is just a a shoulder surgery. And I had heard that this is a... Uh, pretty painful experience Um, and honestly I think I did pretty well now they give you a nerve block for the first three days so until the nerve block wore off I thought I was doing good two days after the nerve block wore off I honestly can say I think if I knew I didn't have to keep it I'd rather deliver a baby Uh, but anyway so I'm gonna talk a little bit about my experience with this experience, okay? It was last October, so three months ago. Uh, My husband was hunting and I was in a hurry. I was actually, it was a Friday afternoon, I was getting ready to head north 
my oldest daughter who does not live near me was coming in closer to me for work and my youngest daughter was driving there also to help her work and I thought with everybody's schedules once people get to be adults it's very hard to find time to be together so since it was only a couple hours away I thought I'll drive to the event and I'll just spend the weekend hanging out while they're working uh, so I was in a hurry because I was excited and I still had to drive and I, because my husband was hunting, I was responsible for feeding the animals. And since I wasn't going to be home for two days, I had to feed them a lot. Um, do you know how much horses eat? Okay, there's food in front of them all the time. And if there's food in front of them all the time, they're eating all the time. Of course, I am a chiropractor, but I never said I was ever a good patient and I never ever said I follow the rules that I give my patients. I can give advice very well, but I'm not so good at taking it, probably much like the rest of you. So in my speed and in my hurry, I thought I could lift two times my body weight in hay on a pitchfork. My mind said, this is really heavy, but my hurry said, you can do this. All of a sudden, I felt like someone stabbed me in the shoulder and I heard a noise that I had never heard before. Now, in my years in chiropractic, I have treated plenty of rotator cuffs. So I knew exactly what had happened. Um, getting up from my knees after the intense shot of pain took me down, I logically thought, oh, I just tore my rotator cuff. But I, I shook my arm out a bit and the pain kind of lessened. So I finished feeding, I jumped in the car, and I headed north for the weekend with my girls. Two hours later, I reached up to turn the volume up on my radio. And one, I could barely lift my arm. And two, I about saw stars from the pain. So what I decided to do is since I'm almost there, I'll see how the night goes, but I may not end up being able to spend the whole weekend. Well, I was able to regulate the pain enough that I spent the weekend with my girls. I was uncomfortable, yes, but I made it through. Um, knowing what I know, I called to get some imaging on my shoulder because I wanted to know exactly what it was that was torn in there so I could figure it out. So I went in to get an ultrasound, which is not your most intense type of imaging, but at least I would know what, what the damage done was. And sitting there, the ultrasound tech was kind of humming a little bit and shaking his head and then asking me questions. And I agreed with him because nothing was really adding up as far as where my pain was and where my weaknesses were. So I wasn't surprised at him questioning a little bit. But he's, what he ended up saying is, well, you definitely did a number on your shoulder, but you did not do it all last Friday. And so I was like, wait, what? And he said, I think part of this, I think your shoulder was torn a long time ago. And what you did Friday was just tear what was already torn. Do you remember sometime in the last 15 or 20 years that you, that you hurt your shoulder? Immediate trigger moment for me. Okay, I was like, what? He said it would have been very, very extremely painful 
you would have you would have certainly remembered it if you would have done the damage that I think you would have done to your shoulder 15 or 20 years ago. He said, you don't remember that. Of course, I was kind of caught off guard, so I didn't think a lot about it until I left that appointment. As I'm sitting in my car, I could feel myself starting to sweat because I knew I was getting mad. Okay, remembering my past, 14 years in a relationship where I was not really allowed to be sick, I was not allowed to be down, I had to be on point, I had to stay ahead, I had to always be hyper vigilant of what was going on. So there wasn't a lot of time for me to have a rotator tear. I was beside myself by the time I got home because 13 years later, I'm still dealing with residual stuff that happened during a toxic relationship in my past. Things continually pop up and ta-da, where did that come from? I didn't remember that. So the rest of the shoulder story is I went to a physical therapist who did not look at the imaging and proceeded to say, everybody your age has rotator tears. And she gave me six weeks of exercises with weights. Okay, fine. I'll try it because again, the ultrasound doesn't show the extent of the tear. And if I did tear it 14 years ago, I should be able to rehab it again, right? Okay, four weeks into these exercises, I could no longer move my shoulder. I could no longer sleep through the night. And it was very, very interruptive in my life. So this was about mid-December. I called to get an appointment with a doctor, which then I waited six weeks to get in. Then I waited two more weeks for the MRI. But the morning after the MRI, the doctor called me and said, you didn't happen to get your MRI through your email yet, did you? And I said, no. And he said, well, we have a very, ex you have very extensive damage in your shoulder. So that's why none of you heard I was going to have shoulder surgery because it had been so many weeks since the injury. He wanted to get me in as soon as he could. So on the 10th of February, I went in for shoulder surgery with the surgeon not really knowing what he was going to find when he got in there. Point is, how is it? that we are in toxic relationships, we have such a hard time remembering the bad things, remembering the pain, remembering and accepting the abuse. I found it strange that I could power through something so painful and not remember it happening. Now, I remember one time I had gone to visit my family and I had to sleep on my sister's couch. And I remember I did not sleep that entire night because my right shoulder hurt so bad. So then I tried to think of what I had done that hurt my shoulder. I couldn't remember. The only thing I could remember was that when I was at my sister's, I couldn't sleep. So then I started wondering, what else have I forgotten? Like, why do we stay? We forget the bad things that happen so we can keep going. It's called survival mode. Survival mode is getting through the next day with no long-term plan. Toxic relationships are eternal survival mode environments. All you can think about is getting through the next 24 hours. And when you do that, everything is fine. You made it. That was all you were worried about. And then we're on to surviving the next 24 hours and what comes with it. And you all know exactly what I'm talking about. 
every morning you start over. So the doctors told me that this tear would have been immensely painful. And what they're guessing that I must have done was just gritted my teeth through the first four or five days until scar tissue started laying down and the, and the pain fibers quit firing so much pain, which then my other shoulder muscles just adapted. And through the years, I didn't realize I had a tear. Well, that was just like me every day of my life within that relationship. And you know, another thing that was funny that made this make sense is I don't know how many of you know, I spent about four years um, doing a form of bodybuilding competition. And when you're on stage, you hold poses. Well, my posing coach could never get my right shoulder to stay even with my left shoulder. And it was kind of a joke because they were always teasing me about my weird right shoulder. Well, now it makes complete sense. If I had torn this 15 years ago and my other muscles adapted, I didn't know what was wrong with my right shoulder and I couldn't figure out how to get it where it was supposed to be the way the coaching or the posing coaches wanted it to look once I was on stage. So things started adding up for me and I started trying to think and trying to imagine all the things that I had forgotten when I was in survival mode. It's this survival mode type of situation that allows us to stay in those relationships. When all we're focused on is getting through the next 24 hours and then forgetting everything that it took us to get through the 24 hours because we're on to the next thing, we don't remember the things that happened in the previous 24 hours because the point is we made it. We survived. So check that day off. We got through that one. Now that's in the history books. What do we have to tackle today? So what are the things that, that we've forgotten? What are the things that we've disregarded when we're in survival mode? I bet there are things that if you thought about them long enough, you will, you'll never know how you made it through. All you know is that survival mode prevails. So I started thinking of other things I might have forgotten because now I'm a, I'm a little bit concerned about some of the things that may have happened that I don't even remember. And when my girls and I get together, sometimes we talk about things and they'll remind me of things that I, I completely forgot. Some of the fights, some of the interactions, some of the excuses, the accusations, some of the ridiculously hardships and punishments that were instilled on the kids or the animals, punishments on me, discards, infidelity, lies, half-truths, deflections, things in my house that were damaged. What do we do when stuff is damaged? We get the broom out with the dustpan and we sweep it up and we pitch it in the garbage and guess what? We forget about it. Blame, the lack of responsibility, all of the times that we pick up the slack, the laziness, the destroyed holidays, the forgotten birthdays, the times I hid in a closet, the times the kids hide under the bed, the nights of no sleep because I was sick to my stomach, the worry that I was gonna be in trouble, the times being in trouble, the not doing my job right, cooking something wrong, not parenting correctly, wearing the wrong thing,
being born with the wrong hair color, having the wrong friends, not being able to see my family. I had forgotten all of that by the time the sun rose the next day in order to start over to make it the next 24 hours. So now today, I am in a sling for six weeks before I can even start physical therapy. Most, most shoulder surgeries, they start physical therapy within a week or two post-surgery. Because of the intense damage that was done to my shoulder and because part of it was years ago, I am now one-handed, left-handed, mind you, for six weeks before I'm even able to start rehabbing. And for those of you who know me, I am not a good sitter downer. So I'm trying to keep a balance between not being angry about this and learning a lesson from this and being patient with this. I am a hundred miles an hour. So me having my life slowed down, my work slowed down, has been a huge, huge challenge for me. And it's driving everybody in my life nuts because the pain right now, I'm three weeks out of surgery, the pain is manageable. The pain is not a problem, but typing left-handed is a problem. So if you've emailed into me in the last three weeks, there's no punctuation, there's no capital letters. I'm learning to write with my left hand. And it's funny because I know I'm adaptive because I'm now adapting to my left hand. But the point is, why do we stay in the relationship so long? Because toxic relationships send us into survival mode. Survival mode was meant to be temporary. Survival mode was never intended to be a way of life. And when survival mode became a way of life, we are, we are no longer doing what is best, not what is best for our relationship, not what is best for our well-being, not what is best for our kids, and not what is best for us. What have you forgotten while you were trying to keep your head above water? What are the things that you have pushed under the rug because by the next morning, you have to start over? I remember thinking, okay, this is a new day. And by 10 o'clock in the morning, the day was already ruined. So from 10 o'clock till the end of the day, I was in survival mode. Only to get up the next day, push everything aside that happened the day before so I could start over again. So think about the things that you've forgotten because I've taken these three weeks kind of getting this podcast ironed out. I was iffy on whether I was going to talk about it or not. But the things that I've started to remember are kind of upsetting. Some of the interactions, some of the things I allowed, the things I let slide, the things I pretended didn't happen. Some of the things are very amazing to me that I could go on the next day like everything's good. I got this. Everything's fine. I'm fine. It'll be okay. You know, that's how you act, especially when you're out in public. Everything's fine. I got it. Yeah, we do got it. And when you're in a toxic relationship, you are a multitasker. We have 27 things going on at the same time and we can totally handle it. 
We don't remember it the next day, but we can totally handle it. And you know some of the saddest things that I don't remember? I remember the day my kids were born because everybody remembers those days, right? But I remember very little about them growing up. I don't have a ton of pictures of them. I don't remember certain cute things that they said. I didn't have time to do a scrapbook. All of the things that I should remember, I don't remember. And all of the things that I wish I remembered, I don't remember either. So are you living in survival mode? Because if you are, that was never meant to be a way of life. And I think this surgery, I think, I think it is a lesson in slowing down again for me. Because when I was in a toxic relationship, my life was 100 miles an hour. My personality is 100 miles an hour. I love this job so much, I, I am working on something all day long, every day. So for me to have to sit here with one arm in a sling for six weeks is mentally driving me nuts. But I also am starting to write down lists of things I can control. Because there's so much in our life that we can't control what is it that we can control? So it has been a great experience for me because I have to slow down. And I feel like the survival mode that I was in for so many years when I was in a toxic relationship kind of overtook again when I got super excited about this business. I love the work that I do. I love talking to people on the phone. I love meeting new people. I love being able to share my experience if it will just help one person. But I also know that over the last year of me being so excited about this, maybe I wasn't taking the best care of myself again. So I'm really mentally wrapping my head around using this time to take care of myself, which is what I tell you guys to do every podcast. You have to be able to put yourself on the top of the priority list or you'll be on the bottom. And, and we talk about it all the time. Toxic people make us feel like we are not a priority. They make us feel like self-care is selfish. They make us feel like our feelings and our emotions are not important. There are times in your life when you have to do a reset and you have to remind yourself that you are important. You should not be in survival mode. You should be enjoying every day and remembering your kids growing up and remembering the fun times and remembering the good times and having time to enjoy yourself. Are you living in survival mode? I know I was. Sometimes it helps to write things down. And for those of you who don't know, I do have my entire program in a written form. And one of the first exercises in there is to do a toxic timeline. If you're having trouble leaving because all you can remember is the good parts, start writing down the things from the day that you started that relationship to today. And start remembering some of those things that you forgot. Start remembering the rotator tear that you didn't remember. And all the other things that I listed before. Because the reason we don't remember them is because when we're in survival mode, by the next morning, everything's fine again. 
and you can make it through 24 more hours. But the things that you lose when you're in survival mode are huge. And it makes me sad to think of all of the memories that I don't have, both the good and now the bad. Because for me, it's important for me to remember the bad things, one, so you can process it, but two, so I can help you out better. So I'm working very hard on my toxic timeline right now because there is a lot of stuff that I don't remember. And if I can remember it, it might help just one more of you in the future. So if you want to start a toxic timeline to remind you why you wanna leave, to remind you why you need to exit, to remind you why you need to stay no contact, to remind you why you need to focus on yourself and put yourself as a priority. So if you've been in survival mode, it's time to change modes. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic.